and welcome to another episode of General Nerd Sense, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions, where we talk about anything and everything Ooh, generally nerdy, hence the name. And on this episode, we have myself, John, and Jacob. What are we doing, Jacob? We're doing another Xander tale. Hey. What'd you do this time? So, a little, a little preface before we get into this. Uh, one of the character classes got retconned. Ah. So, uh, the DM looked at uh, Screek. And realized his class was worthless. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he didn't want to budge on giving him a permanent magical item, which is kind of like the only saving That's thing. The only thing him. he's got. Yeah. So he we retconned it, and uh, he became an artificer. Okay. Yep. So kind of keeping within like the Skaven, like sort of thing. Uh, Sort of like genre, right? He now builds machines because he's weak and can do nothing else. Yeah, gotta give this gave him one thing they build sweet things, they don't build them well, they don't build them well, but they build them. Yeah, and sometimes they work, and Even sometimes they, they kill more Skaven, what, but they're working when they do that. Yeah, anyway, that kind of involves it, right. So, Screek became an artificer, and he's building a machine. Immediately, the GM also made it so he couldn't have the largest machine, because right at the start, I think the artificer can choose what size his machine is. One of them being kind of the size of, like, a Reaver? Titan? Yeah. Jesus. It's it's monstrous right. creature size. Fuck huge, yeah. Then we also decided we're gonna. He was also going to retcon the large creature size, so he is now at a medium creature because that's the only thing we can really bring anywhere. Mm. Also, the only thing Screek could feasibly carry. Right. Is like you know, kind of in packed up mode. He should have built a car. <laughs> he built one of the Skyrim mechanical spiders. Okay. So, and then proceeded to build an arm. For a sword. Of course. Yeah. So it can whack things. Mm -hmm. But regardless. So session started out. We're all back at the tavern. Um, some of us better for wear than others because some of us are better at regaining hit points. Right. After being jumped by assassins. Mostly just Xander. Yeah. Some people are still... Strong like bull. Strong like bull. So it starts off with, you know, Xander waking up early. Because he's an old man. Yeah, I. That's part of the motif I'm going for. He goes goes to bed early, wakes up early. This is the motif we went with last time, well, but for different reasons. Zan, I mean, the doctor didn't always go to bed early. Ah, uh, Xander goes to bed early, wakes up early because gotcha. he's old. He <laughs> sleeps like six hours. <laughs> I, I constantly like mention how old I am. <laughs> I'm just so old. <laughs> uh. So, right off the get-go, uh, Kios, the goblin, is the only one to also wake up early and immediately go to the sewers. So, he has a thing with eating sewer creatures, which... Okay. That's a great way to get a lot of diseases. Right. <laughs> but it's that's a goblin. It's a good way to get a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why that's the how... goblin's so small. I was just about to say, that's how goblins keep their figure. <laughs> tapeworms. Oh... <laughs> uh... Hey, I mean, makes you not as hungry. No, it makes you hungry all the time. There's just nothing you can do about it. You just eat and eat and eat and nothing. 
I don't know. Not speaking from experience here or anything. I, I don't know if it affects him, though, because he's a vampire. Hmm. Fair. So. I, okay, that's yeah. a good way to get a blood disease. <laughs> uh, huh, huh, huh. It's an abstract kind of food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, so. Anyway. Xander wakes up early. Screek also wakes up early because he needs time to, you know, finish building his machine, mm-hmm. which he spends a decent amount of the day on. Um, and he immediately goes off the market to, uh, to the market to buy, you know, materials to build stuff. Because one of the cool things I found out about the Artificer is they carry a portable forge. Ah. Which, and they can use any short rest to, like, add improvements and work on their machine and repair and... right. So it's a it's a tinkerer class and yes. it's pretty neat. There's a couple different artificers too. Uh, one's like a gun, like makes an awesome sweet gun, the, and then the other ones like rune magic and stuff yeah. like that. Regardless, uh, Xander, as as he's eating breakfast and just about finishing up, he hears a commotion out in the street. Good. So Xander and uh. Kenneth, the uh, barbarian, uh-huh. decide to go check it out because they just love fighting. Yep. Who doesn't love fighting? Oh boy, here I go fighting again. So we go out into the street. Uh, there's a bit of a crowd and someone talking. We like kind of get to the outskirts of it, and then it is Patrician Mathis, which is the guy's house we burned down last night. <laughs> talking about how you burned his house down. Well. Oddly enough, he wasn't saying it was a bunch of ruffians who's blaming it on somebody he's going up against re-election with. Ah. So Xander and Kenneth, who could put two and two together, even though he's barbarian, decided they don't want to be around a crowd with a man talking about his house and a property getting burned down. So, like, I I could see the DMs, like, just distraught. Like, he, he wanted us to go and, like, you know, there he is there's the guy who tried to betray us yeah but xander is like i just burned down his property i think this is you know payment enough this is bait so uh we just turn around and walk away and dm's like wait you guys are just walking away yeah there's a large angry crowd and he's not directly blaming it on us right now so uh there's no reason for us to be here your bait sucks oh and uh Kios had also heard the commotion, was, like, peeking out of sewer grate, who also just went back into the sewer. Dr. Stouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, completely, like, hear the commotion. He doesn't know his friends are there. Just little sewer grate just pops up. Peek. Yeah. <laughs> Sound effects included. Right. So, Xander goes back to the bar and uh, is talking with the, uh, the barman. Uh, Bard, actually. Bard. Yeah, Bard, who had peeked out the door at, like, the commotion, but in true Bard fashion, was not going to leave the establishment. It's like, but I'm inside. <laughs> I'm safe. Yeah. We walk back in. We ha- we have, like, a little powwow, because, uh, at this point, Screek fucked off, uh, because he decided he wanted to go try to find work for the party. Okay. With the dock hand, um, the, the ratman from... The first session. Yeah. And, of course, Xander and the Barbarian are like, we don't want to lift boxes all day. Right. So we decided just completely ignore that storyline. Because mm-hmm. boxes. Right. And, th- and that's, like, all the DM really gave us about that, like, side quest. So we were like, whatever. 
Sounds like boxes. Not interested. So we're kind of discussing what we're going to do. Um, we decide to wait around for a little bit. Xander decides to go off to the market and uh, sell some swords. <clears throat> I rolled a, a nat 19 with my charisma bonus, which is only one, but made it a 20. Not and uh, 20, for, for bargaining, and I'm like, you know, these swords were used by great warriors, and they died honorably in battle, and I'm not going <laughs> to sell them. I'm not going to sell them for anything less than six GP. None of, none of these things are true. Nope. I mean, they were from warriors who died in battle. Just not great warriors. They didn't die honorably. No. One of them... Uh, one of them got, got deleted, the other one disintegrated. And then the rest of them got burned before the barbarian could eat them. Right. It, it wasn't very honorable. No. But I got six gold instead of four gold. Yep. And holy shit, I think I found a new profession, which is selling weapons. <laughs> Because everyone else, like, they're doing their day... Oh, gee, Jacob, you know, the one thing that is, like, kind of video game RPG 101, you loot the corpses and sell the bits? Usually doesn't pay that well, though. But it pays. Yeah. I mean, Screek, like, he's out working as an alchemist all day and making, like, two silver. And I'm here, you like, know, you can oh, loot sh- the corpses and sell the bits and make gold. And, and no one else, like, even... De- like debated me on taking the swords they're just like oh cool swords you gotta yeah. carry them sort of thing but loot the corpses and sell the bits you know we all made five silver from that battle from like the you know the money off the people i made 24 gold from the swords mm-hmm. i'm already kind of loaded yeah so i i head back you know not informing any of the party on how much money i just received because why would I? Well, why would you? It's not their money. <laughs> I I carried those swords. They were heavy. Yeah. I mean, swords. Oh, heavy for anyone but Xander. Yeah. I mean, swords are still like six pounds a piece, so. Okay. So, I mean, you know. Not... But loot the corpses and sell the bits. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think I'm just going to start, like, taking everything. Just completely take all their clothes. Oh, you know, it has a couple <laughs> holes in it. it. It has a couple holes. What's all the, what's that red stuff? Oh, it's dye. We, they never got finished dyeing. No, no, it's funnier if you do laundry first and then sell it. <laughs> Just because loot the corpses and sell the bits. Yeah, totally. I'm going to make so much money. Because right now, I need a new weapon. Because I found what's out. What's wrong with your hammer? It only does 1d8 plus 2 damage. Which isn't a whole lot. Though, if I also just wait a little while, I get a shield bash, which right. is, like, 2d8. Yep. And then gets upgraded, and I, like, twice more, and goes up to 4d8 damage. <laughs> okay. So, it, it does a decent amount of damage. Right. But anyway. But anyway. So, I, I head back. Screek is, meanwhile, bumbling his way through, trying to find, like, talk about this job. Oh, but seriously, guys, we're going to lift boxes. I mean, he's alone right now because nobody decided to go do boxes because it's boxes. It's boxes. So he gets there. Um, I don't play D&D to work retail. Yeah, I work retail to play D&D. <laughs> it's so true. It's so sad. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't work retail anymore. Thank Point God. Is, <laughs> point is, I don't do manual labor. I don't play D&D to do manual labor. Pretty much. But anyway, so he he goes in, and I I gotta say, with doing my Xander voice from the start of the session to the end, 
I've noticed an exponential increase in the amount of voices people are doing. People, did I, I said that right, right? Voices that people are doing. There we Other go. Other people are doing, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, fuck, my brain's like 12 brain cells right now, and only three of them are connected. But, regardless, so, he's, he's bumbling his way through, and the DM's doing a really awesome voice i gotta give him credit he's he's doing a like super skaven voice and talking really fast <laughs> but sounding super sleazy and i absolutely love it <laughs> and uh so they're going back and forth to two skaven and more or less the doc hand is like so uh what, what are your views on politics <laughs> and of course the the other skaven can't fucking answer for shit but he's rolling high in charisma checks so the dice gods want him to continue oh god and uh more or less what kind of comes out is this mission for smuggling uh -huh. that he gained zero details about and didn't even ask how much we were getting paid so he he gets what little information he has and is told you know some the the dockhand person will come by later to talk with him and the rest of the party because it's a more than one person job. Right. So, Screek comes back and immediately tells the party that... Hey, We're smugglers now. We we have a job smug being guards for smugglers. And... We're smugglers now, D. And, and the thing is, like, he described it even worse than the already, like, very... Vague and convoluted. Yeah. So, at this point, no all, one, all I, he's telling us... Is that we are, like, sneaking in medicine for a sick grandmother. And this is a cause for an armed guards... Yeah. Okay. Immediately, Xander's like... I don't... I don't want to smuggle, and I also don't buy a single word you're saying. <laughs> and also, why didn't you get a price? Right. You know... I, I might be. You've done none of this properly and given us zero information. I'm not interested. I am nice guy, but I need payment. <laughs> <laughs> I right. have to make my living somehow. Right. So Xander's like, you know, Screek's trying to convince the entire group, and at this point, <laughs> like, only no. The, the barbar barbarian's like, you know, I'm kind of on board because I might get to hit people. The bard is like, you haven't told me price, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. Like. Wait, give me some numbers here. Also, we just burned down someone's property, so we don't really want to get any more on the law, like, radar sort of thing. Right. Xander's like, when I'm told how much we'll be paid, I'll think about it. Right. Until then, stop bringing it up. Pretty much. And uh, the, the goblin is like, sure, I'll do it, whatever. Because he's stupid. Yeah. So, Xander and, uh, the at this point, the rogue and uh, barbarian. barbarian decide to go and talk to the captain of the city guard to find honest work. <laughs> <laughs> so, fully half the party has abandoned this manual, this smuggling job. Yeah, at least until we hear what we're actually doing, because... You've, you've got no information. I mean, honestly, if Screek had just asked a price, how much they'd get paid, that would have probably already been enough. 
Like, I don't even need to know what the job is. Show up, kill people, you know, protect. And you'll get paid. Here's how much you'll get paid. Exactly. You know, mercenaries don't need a whole lot of info. They just need to be told who to protect and who to hit with a stick. Right. And who they're going to get paid, how much they're going to get paid afterwards. Exactly. So they know who to hit, who not to hit, how much am I getting paid for it. And if I don't get paid, how much am I burning down? Right. I'm taking the very hundred year war, like French mercenary approach of you don't pay us. We're going to loot and pillage. Yes. Yeah. It works. Historically proven. <laughs> not, not for the people hiring the mercenaries, but you know, that's what happens when you hire people, then you can't pay them. Yeah. It, it kinda, it's only too many swords if you can't pay them. It kind of reminds me of that British dude recently who, uh, like, was a construction worker and didn't get paid, and so he just drove, like, the tractor through, like, the building they had just finished. <laughs> like, not, it had 30 minutes. It was done and, like, finally finished and just drove through. through it. Nice. Yeah. Don't, don't not pay your employees. Bad yep. things happen. Yes. Especially in medieval times. Right. But continuing. So we go off to the captain of the guard, and, uh... Xander, you know, approaches the two guards outside the barracks and asks to speak with the captain of the guard, saying he knows him and says his name. And they're like, okay, well, he's not available, but we'll get a lieutenant out here. So one of the guys goes in, and uh, Xander immediately starts to make small talk with the other guard, who's like this 20-year-old kid sort of thing. I help you, sir. Pretty much. <laughs> And uh, Xander's like, so how do you like being a soldier? Hard work. And Very he, heavy. And he's like, well, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a guard and we don't really do much. And I'm like, and Xander's like, stop it. Some of the best soldiers in history have been guards and standing their position. And he's like trying to give this kid a pep talk sort of thing. Hey, sir. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, the, the lieutenant comes out. And immediately, the uh, the barbarian starts talking about some weird shit. No good. Tragic backstory. <laughs> he starts monologuing. Yeah. He's like, you know, we're happy to do any work. Is And, you know, if I find this particular person that I'm looking for that disgraced me, I want to kill him. And the lieutenant's just like, okay. Okay, just not when you're on clock. <laughs> like. If you're working for us, you can't do anything illegal. We're kind of the guards <laughs> of the city. So Xander is like, "We sh let's discuss the finer details in your office. And uh, you guys wait here. I got this. Right. <laughs> Stop monologuing. We're going to get paid. Uh, and, of course, the, the bard is standing there. Because I chose the bard and the barbarian because at this point... They're the only ones that look capable of a fight. Because a rat and a goblin. Nothing doing. Yeah. So we go in. Me and the lieutenant. And, and we're talking. And he says he has some... Uh, you know, some monster killing mission down in the labyrinth. Which is more or less a catacombs. Basically, cities get pillaged and built on top of. I don't think you need to explain what a labyrinth is to tabletop gamers, Jacob. I well, think we are familiar with the concept. See, I I was more familiar with the term uh, catacombs, not labyrinth, as for, like, what he was describing. Because ah. I'm more familiar with, like, a labyrinth being, like, Greek. Classical Greek, yes. Yeah. 
So That's why I said, like, you don't need to explain what a labyrinth is. Just I, I was we... prefacing it because I'm stupid. You're talking into a mic, and that mic is going to nerds. True. Everyone knows what a labyrinth is. I didn't know. But then again, I'm not anyone, so. <laughs> Regardless, we, you know, start talking about this monster killing quest. It, it pays something like 30 gold plus five gold per monster we kill. So Xander starts calculating, okay, you know, he's talking about like these gray monsters under the city that have attacked some like, you know, sewer jacks. Yeah, like homeless people and shit. No, okay. In the city. And Xander's so and he's like, yeah, if you just clear out the sewers, we'll pay you five gold per kill. And he's like, five gold per kill. We will kill everything. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, no, no don't only only like the monsters monsters and anything that is not human uh no just we we kill anything that isn't human you know what fine (laughs) (laughs) all right and uh so at this point um (laughs) five gold for a bunch of rats I mean, Xander was just going to start killing anything he found down there with the party and just start, you know, collecting that money. Because <laughs> five gold per kill? Because the way he initially worded it, roaches. I wasn't going to, like, kill roaches or rats, but, like, you know, any sufficiently large cat. Anything that could be deemed somewhat dangerous, including rabies or, you know, random <laughs> crazy people or shit down in the sewers i'm gonna kill and bring it back bard is gonna come back with a bag full of dazed but not dead raccoons (laughs) dazed is the important thing because they were dazed when we stunned them (laughs) not when we brought them back just a sack just just writhing what's in there a bunch of trash pandas five gold piece right yeah just start weeding the bag against the wall (laughs) until it starts moving stops moving i'm not gonna pay you for those opens up back (laughs) start working at the nut okay 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 i'll pay you don't let those things out in here. Why, they sound angry. They are angry. Uh, three months ago, adventurers came by and released trash pandas. We've been hearing them in the walls for three months. Just get rid of them. But anyway. Anyway. At this point, Xander has handed a bunch of documents of personal statements from people who've talked about these monsters. Xander looks at it and says, I need to call in my friends to discuss the payment. Brings them in. Friends, he handed us the terms of agreement. A bard looks at it, sees that it's not the terms of agreement. It's not what this is. Xander also had a bit of a senior moment. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the DM's like, you, you read it, and it's not terms of agreement, but rather personal accounts. So the bard reads it, relays the info. And... Uh, then, you know, the city captain is told, you know, you need to bring back trophies for the kills. And Zender's like, we bring back lots of trophies. We're very good at taking trophies. We need carts. That, that is what Barbarian is for. Barbarian is, like, gleaming ear to ear and just like, I'm going to bring back so many ribs. <laughs> I don't know why ribs, because, like, those aren't great trophies, because we have a lot, a lot of-, of them. Yeah. So you can say it. You kill one thing, and you get all of its ribs, and it's like you killed a lot of things. Exactly, and that's kind of the barbarian's mentality. Xander is sitting here like, you know, how you, you need to bring back something that someone only has, like, one of. So a head. Or an ear. 
people have two ears, Jacob. But you only have one left ear. Ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, Jacob, people have two ears. <laughs> True. Or things of the of such nature. Right. So, Lieutenant's just like, can you get all out of my office? This is this is a little strange. Go. I, I know you 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 guys are obviously good at fighting and taking trophies, but I I was more talking about like hair or something, and we're talking about bringing sacks full of heads and shit, scalps. Uh, that that's what we're gonna do now. One hundred monster scalps. Uh, and I don't want me to do scalps. So we we immediately get out and then start talking about how great of a deal this is because we're just going to start killing anything that's not human. <laughs> and moves. And moves. And uh, we're like, we're going to make so much fucking money off this. Oh boy, here we go, kill it again. None of us actually thinking about like what the like testimonies or anything said. We It was just like... It's just paperwork. We, we briefly read through and we're like, yeah, whatever. We got this. We were actually leaving the captain of the guards like can i have the papers back and we're like oh yeah here you are papers so we head out start heading back to the tavern to tell everyone the good news that we actually have a job with payment details <laughs> just with details any amount of details other than sick grandma and medicine yeah like and i get what he the the player was trying to do he was trying to make it sound like sleazy and sketchy at the same time, he relayed less info that he got. <laughs> like, and the way it was presented was already sleazy and sketchy. Just, just relay what you were told. It's like when, you know, street slang gets so common that you make street slang for this street slang. And it's just like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? What are you saying? I, I understood one word. And that was the Pretty much. It's the only word that wasn't slang. It's, it's all I can keep up with. Listen, I'm not with it. They <laughs> changed what it was. <laughs> so we get back, and Loki, Xander is kind of trying to lovingly rub it in to say, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, the illiterate tank got more information than you. <laughs> Xander has pretty good memory. Point. Anyway. He knows how they get paid. Yes. So we get back, um, and a little bit rubbing it in discreet, who at this point had just been working on building a sword and then <laughs> attaching this sword to his spider robot. Cue the sound of duct tape. Uh Screek is a little bit annoyed that he wasn't taken with to the meeting. Xander's like, uh, you know, you have to uh present uh, yourself is big men. Not little you. men. <laughs> you, not you. You have to look like you can do a job. Screek, you know. So not me? No. <laughs> no. You're, you're good, but no. <laughs> in, in the most loving way possible. So Screek is like, well, I'll, I'll show you how good of a fighter I am. Xander has please do. Xander has vague flashback to something about Screek not fighting at all, but immediately remembers no, Screek was always an artificer. <laughs> I kind of played that up quite a bit, like I, I kind of remember it vaguely, but 
No, yeah, now that I'm thinking Spree- about it. Spree- bravely ran away. No, wait a second. That's right. He was totally in the fight the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm totally playing it like how a character, if, like, the author literally just retconned, is like, I seem to remember this differently. But now that I think about it more, I, yeah, I kind of remember it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember this playing out exactly the way it played out, but the more I think about it, I guess it didn't. <laughs> I played that up so much. It was amazing. So, uh, Screech's like, I'll show you what I'm good at. So, I, I proceed to describe myself as Xander following, follows Screech as a father following a child who wants to show him what he built with Legos. Oh. And we head out to the back, and Xander is like, that is very nice thing. What does it do? Good job, sport. We're going to put it on the fridge. Screech's like, well, you know, it, uh, it, and he pauses because all it is is a spider with a sword that swings. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the vague sound of duct tape flapping in the breeze. And, uh, Screech decides to, like, show Xander what it can do by smashing a barrel. Reasonable. Xander's like... Very nice. So, crush barrel. What What do we need barrel crusher for? <laughs> he doesn't understand that, no, the barrel is a test subject. It swings a sword. Oh, uh, at, at this point, though, it was like a spider with, you know, eight legs. And then he just kind of, like, made a new leg for its, like, head. Right. For the sword. So, it's a nine-leg spider. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like, oh, it has sword. I know what sword does. It fight. Screech's like, yeah. Kind of missing the point. It's a robot. I mean, Xander obviously cannot understand what robot is. Right. Because he's simple, man. A man of action. And multiple head injuries. Yeah. You know, you get your helmet knocked around once or twice. Ring my bell. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, all the while, Xander's like, well, you know, we should do this job because this job we get paid for. (laughs) And uh, at this point, we decide to wait around a little bit to see if, you know, Screek's man comes through. Screek hadn't even gotten a time when this man was coming by. Because when Xander is like, okay, when is your man coming to discuss details? Right. Screek's like, shit. Excellent question. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be that party member who's like, you know, please get something. <laughs> it's like, come on, guy. Like, <laughs> please. Anything. anything. So we proceed to wait around while Xander is continually telling, Screek, we do my job because my job pays. Got information about Xander's job. Now, the interesting thing is all the while, all the characters are kind of discussing how sketchy this is. Because, really, all the jobs are leading to the labyrinth. We heard, you know, the message the the thugs had that tried to kill us was the labyrinth. Screek's job is in the labyrinth. And our city guard job is in the labyrinth. Almost like the GM wants us to go into the labyrinth Hey, Mr. Or GM. I see those tracks. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a vague suspicion that there's something in The GM wants to go into the labyrinth. There's, there's this thing. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's important. 
but it seems to be in the labyrinth. So Jeez, I'm sorry for that audio spike, listeners. That's <laughs> what happens when you push your face up against the microphone. I'm sorry. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> no, we haven't talked about anything Australian yet. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> we mentioned it. Whatever. I, I more, was more talking about the audio spikes. But... <laughs> so at this point, we ra- wait around for several hours waiting for Screech's fan. And then eventually, like right around sundown, well, mid-afternoon this fellow comes and i forgot to mention his name but his name is um skittles uh skitters skitters yeah i don't remember i refuse to acknowledge a rat man being called skittles it's called skitters because that makes sense see the rest of the party was just proceeding to call him scuttles though (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i was thinking the entire time and that's not scuttles that's sand crabbing yeah Crab scuttle. It, yes, a form of scuttling. So his man comes in and proceeds to give also a rather vague description, and Zender's like, "Yes, but what are we, what are we doing?" He's like, "You know, you're transporting stuff." Zender's like, "Yes, is it, is it, killing stuff or is it uh, pleasure stuff?" And and the rest of the party's like, just. Just don't ask. And Z- is it weapons or is it booze? I need to know. And, you know, the rest of the party's like, you know, we don't care, you know, what it is. Like, you know, we, we just want to know. And Xander's like, no, I want to know what kind of stuff it is. Is it killing stuff or is it uh, stuff that can be overlooked? Because ultimately, what I, like Xander's trying to get at is Xander already burned down someone's property. He doesn't want to be caught in, uh, caught in, you know, smuggling weapons in for a revolution. Right. Because you know, if it's if it's like drugs and stuff like that, Xander doesn't really care. Right. Like you know, it isn't completely with his moral alignment. And Xander at this point is also kind of debating whether or not he should just get the payment and then tip off the city guard. Also known as ye old ATF. Yeah. You know, make sure he gets the payment first. Or see if the city guard will pay him more. <laughs> to find out where it comes from. Because, I mean, while Xander is a mercenary, he's also a moral neutral. Right. You know, it. I, I'm trying to, like, rationalize, like, smuggling drugs as moral neutral. I just can't. But I can rationalize smuggling weapons for a revolution as a lot less moral neutral. Yeah. It's like, listen, neither of these things are moral neutral. But weapons are a lot less moral neutral than drugs. Finally, you know, Xander being very stubborn, and I was literally not going to further discuss this job unless I knew how much trouble we're going to get in for getting caught. Right. Skitters says, you know, it's, we're just trying to bypass some tariffs. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, and he says it's not technically illegal in the Empire, but it's it's taxed. Gotcha. Zender's like, okay, this is fine. Fair enough. If it's not illegal, and you're just trying to, like, get by on tax evasion, <laughs> there's... Jacob, if it's good enough for Capone, it's good enough for you. Yeah. So, Xander is like, okay, win this job. A week from... A week from now, the ship comes in. This is a long time. And they're like, well, uh, when do you want to meet with the person to, like, talk about it? 
because uh, I Xander thought he was, you know, the ship captain, because that kind of makes sense. The man he's meeting to smuggle with. He's like, well, a week from today. No, when you want to meet him, he's in town. He, Xander's like, then tonight. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. Now, let let sounds me, like he should be at this meeting. Let me check calendar. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> So they arranged to meet after dark, as all nefarious things in D&D happen. I, I still want a single meeting to be done in daylight. Because it's... No one suspects dubious things to be going down in the mid-afternoon. I know, right? Like... But no, everything dubious has to be happening after sundown, after dark, under the cover of night falls. Like, that's when things look sketchiest. Exactly, like... If you do all your sketchy stuff in the day and just aren't super blatant about it... It doesn't look sketchy. It doesn't look sketchy. Crime smarter, not harder. <laughs> so... No, that doesn't need to go on a t-shirt. So we decide, you know, we're going to wait around a couple more hours. Xander's going to eat dinner and also go out and buy a lantern. Because <laughs> I checked with the party. No one had a lantern. Good. Or torches. Good. Yeah, because, I mean, granted, everyone took the adventuring pack instead of the dungeoneer pack for D&D. Surely, so the, someone would think, hey, we need a source of light in case we're doing, you know, dubious shit after dark. I mean, granted, personally, I feel the adventurer pack is just better because it's more versatile and you can, like, it has, like, bedrolls and tinderboxes and stuff. Sure, but if that's the case, then surely someone would be thinking, I've got some extra coin, I'm going to go get a flashlight. Yeah, so Xander, who had just earned a decent amount of money, <laughs> decides to go out to the market and buy a flashlight, a bullseye lantern, and yes. extra oil, and the DM was like, fuck, how much is that? I'm like, here, let me just, I, I pulled up the page on, on d and I'm like, here, it's 10 gold, and he's like, thanks, you buy it. Because, <laughs> can you imagine walking into a store, and just be like, I'd like to buy this. How much is that? The person behind the counter is like, how much is this? Isn't that your job to tell me? <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, all right, fine. Go to the back to the thing. It's like, yeah, is this much? You're like, okay, thanks. It's like, I literally could have given you any fucking number. <laughs> you would have had to take my word for it. Yeah. Regardless, it's an expensive lantern. Kind of, I guess, 10 gold. But it's it's a lantern that will work. And I bought extra oil, too. So it'll work. Apparently, D&D rules-wise, it comes with one pint of oil, and a pint of oil lasts six hours. Not bad. So I figured 12 hours, if I'm in a dungeon for more than 12 hours, I probably fucked up. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be in a dungeon for more than six hours. No. Especially on monster hunting quests. <laughs> right. So, I come back. I tell everyone I got the lantern, because no one had the lantern. And we uh, we proceed to meet up with Skitters to go and talk to this, you know, boss. So we follow him. Um, Screek is, at this point, saying, I'm going to take my spider. And I also mention that how fucking, like, out of place we look. Because we got... Really? So we got Xander in mismatched armor. We got a half-orc barbarian. <laughs> who looks like he's dressed in the dark. Pretty much. Or just bought all of his armor out of the bargain bin. 
None of this matches, but it's cheap. The, we have a half-orc barbarian. We have a goblin. A, a rat person. And uh, a shapeshifter. Who could, presumably, coordinate with at least one person of that party. Yeah. And Do also, they, you know, I, for, I forgot to mention, one of our players finally came in late. Uh, our cat person. Right. Uh, who, the DM was like, hey, I'm going to give you a way to come into the party. Basically, like, you're going to come back after being, you know, being in a tussle at the local temple. The player took that literal, little too seriously and was like, I got injured and I got <laughs> cursed. Because, <laughs> and, you know, he was like, you know, you just had a disagreement. And he's like, no, I, I straight up spit in a priest's face. You know that renovation that was going on? I just delayed it two more weeks. <laughs> so he comes back with his arm just, like, limp and just... A little wobbly. A little wobbly. His his cape just cut kind of in half and just, like, kind of dragging. Uh. And then there's, like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I just... I got, in, I got into a little fight. Oh, sorry. My Xander voice is coming through. I got nice. into a little fight. Then there's, like, who fought you? I will fight them. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. I, you should have seen the other guy. Thunder's like, okay. You can handle yourself. Goes up into the room. Apparently. And this was all go going on during the meeting with Skitters. So, uh, you know, the other rat person, Screek, goes up to, you know, check on the cat person and be like, hey, do you want to come down for the meeting? It's job. So he goes up, opens the door, and freaking palette uh the fucking uh clerics like trying to bandage himself up we see a lot of rolls in side chat it's a lot of ones Ooh. a lot of ones oh the dm didn't make him roll he decided to roll for him himself and the dm's like okay <laughs> listen you rolled those dice i'm not even joking he rolled like five dice jesus all of them ones no like ones and twos oh no so you know screek comes in and the cleric's like, hey, can you hand me that as he's, like, trying to grab something else? And Screek's like, I roll sw sleight of hand. Course rolls very well. Well being one point higher than the other person's perception. <laughs> so the person, you know, the cat person just notices the bottle's gone, but doesn't know Screek took it. And Screek's like, hey, I'll, I'm going to go down to the meeting. Come down when you're ready. You seem busy. So they finish up the meeting, and... One important thing, the mission the DM wants us to do so happens to pay 150 gold. You can definitely tell which way he's tempting us to go. I look at those air traffic controllers, those runway, con you know, those runway director signalers, just this way, this way to the quest, this way to the plot. Again, GM, I see those rails. So after Skitters leaves, Xander goes up to... See how Cleric is doing, because it's been a while since Cleric has come down. <laughs> he goes in. Cleric's not looking great. And Cleric's like, hey, can you, can you like, tie a bandage for me, like, as tight as you can? Xander goes over and proceeds to tighten it. He's like, no, it's as tight as you can. Xander proceeds to tie tourniquet. Xander tightens really tight. You sure you want this tight? Yeah, it, it's fine. Then there's like, I don't think you want it this tight. <laughs> no, it's fine. I loosen. Because 
if you tie a tourniquet correct, arm's going to fall off eventually. <laughs> and I don't trust the cleric right now to make <laughs> un, un, you know, loosen that tourniquet at all. Right. So Xander just ties it a bit tight. And's like, are you sure you don't want me to go fuck up the person that, you know, fucked them up? And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so we we go a little bit later into the mission. And I, I tell the GM, hey, maybe, you know, I think the spider is going to be kind of the cherry on top that gets us, you know, stopped by someone. Because we're going to a shady meeting and now we just added a mechanical spider to the merry band of misfits. Of these are probably people with something going on. Look at them like that looks like main character stuff happening. Yeah. So, Screek, we we kind of discuss it, and Screek can like make transform his thing into kind of a backpack or like thing he can carry under his arm, which good. I think saves us just a little bit. You know, we're at, we're at 99% suspicious. We didn't want that extra 1%. That tipping point. Just like, yep, that's fucking shady as hell. Let's follow that. So we head off to the meeting, and we get into the labyrinth, and surprise, surprise, it's an opium den. Oh, good. As we're going down, there's a lot of people just on drugs. <laughs> so many drugs. So many drugs. And so many sketchy people. Xander rolls several perception checks to look for gray-skinned people. Because Xander was about to turn this into a purge. <laughs> he saw anyone that was gray-skinned. It was just all opium. <laughs> it was just a bunch of addicts. We go in. And this is where the GM made my night. Because he did, like, the absolute 100% best opium, like, shady dealer sort of voice. Just, like, super slow and, like, it it was just, like, straight out of, I don't know, a Jackie Chan movie or uh. something like that. That that was, like, the most immersion I've gotten out of one of his campaigns yet. And I'm like, yes. Vindication. Do the voices. Do the voices. You just, have to. He started off and everyone's like, we, we stopped him really quick and we we're like, dude, we love it. We need you to do this as much as possible. More voices! More voices! Which I think really made the GM, like, excited to do voices from now on. Because he started... Do- and And once you get that little bit of affirmation that you're doing a voice well, it just makes you feel that more, much more confident in yes. it. But anyway. Anyway. So we're told, basically, we are going to be transporting these as, you know, the opium boss looks us up and down more or less looking up and down our line and seeing, you know, there's a barbarian and, you know, a mercenary who are the only ones who look qualified at all for this job. <laughs> like Barely. I mean, they, they at least look like they can fight. Everyone else is kind of scrawny or small. As Screek is there ch- puffing out his chest and Xander's there hoping he doesn't get shanked by right. a opium addict yeah so we finish up this mission xander's feeling even more sketched out about doing this mission because that guy looks like he'll double cross anyone mm-hmm. make a quick buck so we head out and xander's like okay now we go hunting because it's night and what the fuck else do we have to do 
Yeah. Cleric said didn't bring any of his equipment. Why? I don't know. I don't Literally even know. Literally one job. He and I say you you didn't even say you left your equipment behind. And DM's like, I'll I'll allow him to do it. I'm like, God damn it. Stop that. Stop this. Stop enabling him to make bad choices. So we have to go back to the inn. Grab his equipment. There, there was a little bit of in-character arguing of, why did you not bring your equipment? We went into opium, opium den. I didn't know. Well, in fairness, in fairness, he didn't know it was going to be an opium den. In fairness, you're you're on a job for being bodyguards, and you didn't even bring your armor or weapon. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to show you're even qualified? You don't jump with any of your stuff. So we head back, and I now wrote a character note for Xander that from this point forward, before they go anywhere, Xander is going to be like the father who's like, do you have everything? Sound off for equipment check. Because the way I was describing it is more or less like a dad at Disneyland who is just so done with everyone's bullshit, but he <laughs> wants to do what he came here to do. Which is have fun. Yeah. Sound off for equipment check. <laughs> so we head, we head back. Cleric grabs her stuff. Xander asks, does everyone have all of their stuff? Yes. This would later be proven to be a lie. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm they just, said, like a liar. I'm just going to put this right here, because even though I asked, the cleric still didn't bring all their stuff. Why? And this is a little bit of foreshadowing. Okay, so, anyway, moving on. Moving on. We head off to, you know, the different part of the labyrinth, which the DM told us it wouldn't hinder us that much because the entrance to the monster hunting part was in a different part of the city so he we, said lyingly you know just to make xander a little less mad <laughs> in the moment i feel like this is <laughs> later documents will prove that this was in fact a lie a lying lie <laughs> liar liar pants on fire but regardless we head off <clears throat> and there's basically just a guard against like this metal grate sort of thing who is completely disinterested and xander like comes up and tells him they're there to hunt mon monsters and the guard's like i don't give a fuck i'm just here to make sure nothing gets out <laughs> you can go in i mean i'm not gonna stop you <laughs> you probably don't and we go in and we start walking down and xander actually gets to lead the front because he's the only one with the lantern so he's holding it because he's also the tank, which is kind of the job. Right. Something that people are soon going to forget. And we walk into a room with a bunch of statues. Good. So Xander makes a perception check and looks around. They meet all the criteria. They are gray skin, and they some of them have wings. So what does he do? He walks over and hits the first statue with gray skin and wings with his hammer. It's a statue and breaks. Statue. Just as Xander says, it's a statue. We get into a fight with... Not a statue. Surprise, surprise. DM, DM's like, you don't know what these are. They're gargoyles. Oh, good. Because Xander can't put... You know, he doesn't probably know what a gargoyle is. But me as a player, I know. They're stone. They have wings. I should have seen this long ago. They're gargoyles. So we proceed to fight. Nobody stays in formation, of course. Notably, they? the cleric. 
who, you know, is checking out writing on the walls, as clerics do. <laughs> Fucking nerd. So, he's also right where one of them spawns. Good. So, it's immediately targeted. Good. I only found this out later. So, his total hit points is 16. Yeah. He went into that fight with 11. Ah. Not good. Not good. So, the cleric starts fighting. And uh, the DM has decided that he's going to throw a lot higher level monsters at us to make the fights more challenging, which... Good. He didn't didn't rewrite the rules. Exactly. And I'm happy for that. You know, people are actually getting hit, taking damage. Granted, the one problem is we aren't killing these things all too fast. Right. Because it's a little bit of metagaming. Gargoyles have resistance to pretty much anything non-magical. Sure. The way the GM was making it sound was like, we weren't doing any damage. It's half damage. Yeah. He was like, oh, you ch- you chip in. It's like, well, you still do a little bit of damage. Right. Regardless, um, Barbarian is, you know, beating the shit out of the gargoyle that's trying to attack the cleric. Meanwhile, the goblin and the artificer are trying to attack the other one which mostly entails them running up touching it with some sort of magic touch spell and then running away okay and i i'm slightly amused because it's like we disengage Alrighty, next turn i run up and touch it <laughs> but i run away it's like okay i mean if it's effective because both right. of them are magical so they're sort of doing something right meanwhile the cleric is made the poor choice of you know, after it targeted on the Barbarian, because Barbarian did damage, decided to not, like, try to move away and just attack it again. Actually did a moderate amount of damage, so it turned around and proceeded to roll a nat 20. So beat the fuck out of him. On his bite. <laughs> and proceeded to pick him up Jurassic Park style and just kind of... Just shake him around. Yeah. Um, and tear a massive chunk out of his side, which... Also, immediately put him on death's door nice. with, with damage. Luckily, Xander has one thing that he had been waiting to use, which is I can declare someone protected by Xander as soon as they go incapacitated. Right. So Xander kind of, like, kicks the cleric back, just, like, pushes it away with his foot, gets in front of him, and protects him, which... I like about my class, so anytime someone is incapacitated within five feet, I can declare them as protected by me, and they get my strength modifier added onto their AC. Not bad. Yeah. So, for a lot of us who have already a pretty high AC, it's actually pretty nice. Yes. Um, meanwhile, this is all going on. The DM decides, you know, I actually have an 8 a.m. lab tomorrow, so... After, you know, we do a little bit more damage, they kind of fly off. It's kind of an awkward time because, like, the cleric just went down. So it's like, I don't know if they would have retreated just yet because basically almost killed someone. Right. I proceeded to pretty much miss on all my attacks, but also I can't get hit. Right. So they flutter off and now the, the cleric's on death's door. None of us are healers. I can't even heal until 5th level. Um, Cleric's the only healer. 
I asked the, you know, the DM's like, okay, if anyone has a med kit, we can stabilize them. Doc, how do we fix you? Do you have a med, cleric? Do you have a med kit? Well, guess what? He left it behind. Why? It's literally the one thing he needs. And the one thing he's good for is healing. Why did you leave your med kit? We proceed to check with the entire party on who has the highest wisdom because that's what medicine goes off of. The top three are tied at one. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is the cleric's about to die. The best part about this is this is the same person who lost his character last, last campaign. And he likes this character like he did the last one. We all like a lot of things, Jacob. Yeah. So, I asked the DM, you know, he, he's just going to have me roll for medicine. And I only have a one. I don't even, I'm not even proficient in it. Um, I'm like, hey. No, you know, because well, you want to know why you're not proficient in it, Jacob? Because that's the cleric's job. Yeah. I, I say, hey, can I just try to, like, stabilize him? I, I have 39 years of military, or 29 years of military experience as a mercenary, as Clearly, a mercenary. I, he, like, I, I can at least kind of bandage and he's like yeah if you have something to bandage check with everyone i'm like well i fucking hate you for this cleric but i'm gonna tear up my bedroll for bandages so he lets me roll through the bandage in that 20 probably the only thing that really saved that cleric and brought him back so i'm, I'm sitting here with like cutting up my fucking only sleeping bag right and, and bandaging him, and finally, like, stabilize him and wake him up. And that's where we end. And as the, currently the, the cat person who's imprinted on Xander says, waking up in Daddy's lap, and I'm immediately, oh, my God, fucking. Stop that. No. No. Xander, Xander's not. Xander is just happy he saved friend. Yeah. Oh, fucking A. I'm. Very annoyed that he didn't actually bring all of his stuff. Like, it is not a hindrance to him. There's no reason he should leave it behind. Right? If it doesn't weigh you down, if it's not a hindrance, don't leave it behind. Just bring your shit with you. And even then, like, so how carry weight, and this is kind of an interesting topic, how carry weight is, uh, like, used in 5e, you take your strength modifier and multiply it by 15. And okay. that's your max carry weight. Okay. I actually kind of like it because for Xander, for example, it's like 240 pounds he can carry. Which, yeah, that's probably right around what he could carry on a backpack without being, like, exhausted doing it. Or, right. could, you know, could do it over a long distance of right. time. That's right around what, like, people, knights would carry on campaign. Sure. Or squires. I was going to say, <laughs> the knights don't carry shit, yeah. Jacob. That's what squires are for. So... But at the same time, like, why the fuck are you leaving your ship? Like, important shit, too. It's a med kit. Granted, he did use, like, half of it trying to heal his arm and failed. And something else was stolen by Screek, who immediately wrote his name over it. Smart rat. Smart rat. I'll give him that. Yep. Rats know how to steal stuff. Yep. But I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. It's a med kit. Bring it with. Why? Because you're going. You're hunting monsters. Bring the med kit. Bring the med kit. And also, stand behind your fucking tank. Like, I have one job, and you, you are taking that job away from me. It's my one job. Let me get hit. Right. Why? That's my. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. I've got the shield. Do you have a shield? No. Stand behind the shield. I'm. I, I'm just. 
Xander even asked if he brought all of his stuff. Okay, do we have everything? Yes. Lies. So apparently, next session, we're getting a new player. And I'm excited. Um, and this is part of the reason why I went more family-friendly. Because last time, it wasn't really my character, but just some of the other characters. Mainly being a certain... A certain that guy. A certain, yeah, that guy. So I, I decided, you know, Voss was... He wasn't a bad character. He was just a little grating. Same with the doctor. Like the doctor at the end, because we were <laughs> ending the campaign went grating, but that was because it was ending, and I was like, "Fuck it, whatever." I, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to win a campaign on my terms. I always wanted to be player three entering the match. <laughs> but you know, this campaign, I wanted to go family friendly. And granted, overall, the group we're doing better. So. They're coming in. I don't know how the GMs entirely, because apparently we're meeting in the dungeon. Okay. So I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work or, or be like, oh, hey, you're on the same monster killing quest. Let's pal around. Yeah. I feel Xander's. How do you feel about opium smuggling? <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you want to make some money, kid? Doing what? Smuggling drugs. And in, in nefarious ways. So, I'm also kind of concerned because I think Xander's going to have to carry the cleric on his back now. Yes. So, I'm kind of debating. I think I'm just going to dump most of the cleric's shit and just carry the cleric. Punishment. Yeah. Extra weight you can get rid of. Or someone else, if you can goad someone else into carrying your stuff. Because Xander will make sure if you... If you didn't deem the medkit was important to bring, then surely none of this is important to bring either. Now, I will also say this. He used, like, 90% of his spells for that day on trying to heal himself. And the DM's like, I'm not letting you do this. This is the one thing. You have your spells. I'm not letting you go into a dungeon. Because little does the rest of the party know. The DM asks me, you know, advice on, like, kind of difficult encounters. What he's doing is taking double our character level for monsters. Oh. Which I can understand because we have, a, at this point, I think seven people in our party. That's a lot. Yeah, and also with, like, my homebrew class, I make it a bit easier. Right. Not much because they do it to themselves. Yes. But that's, so we're we're up against pretty difficult. And I, I know that the GM's thinking this and he's like, you're not using your spells. That is not debatable. To heal an injury you didn't even need to have. Sadly, he instantly got knocked unconscious, and even couldn't heal himself. Yeah. They do it to themselves. They do it to themselves. But that about wraps it up. I'm excited to see where it goes this week. Seriously. I think we're going to finish up this dungeon. People may die, but that is a risk I'm willing to take. Because it won't be you. Xander might just cut his losses, because he's only seen two of these things, too. And in 30 gold plus 5 per kill, that's... Only 40 gold. He spent 10 gold on a lantern for this quest. Pay to risk ratio here. And he's not even going to get all that gold himself. Right. So, unless he's going to start just going around cleaning up the uh, the hobos <laughs> in the sewer. Which and he was told he couldn't do that. He, if they were human. I'm going to, I mean, I could paint them gray. <laughs> or they'll be gray in a day or two. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That's not moral neutral, Jacob. It isn't. So I'm probably, Xander's probably just going to cut the losses at this point and take the dumbass cleric back. To a house of healing, perhaps? <laughs> that costs money. <laughs> I was just about to say. Xander already had to carry the person back. Right. And, and Xander's whole response was, you should rub some dirt into it. Which the cleric's like, I'm not going to rub dirt into it. And the barbarian agrees with Xander, rub some dirt into it. It makes, it makes you tougher. Yes. Guess what? You know, the cleric who's supposed to be healing should just rub some dirt in it because probably would have been better. Better than literally nothing. Well, actually literally making the curse worse. Yeah. Why would you curse yourself? I don't know. Out of all the things. Listeners, why would you curse yourself? Ask us that. At Facebook.com, Shieldwell Productions, at Facebook.com. Or head on over to our Twitter at the, the official, fuck, the official SWP. If you want to bring me just A valid thoughts, argument for why you would curse yourself. Or forget your equipment. Or not bring your equipment and leave it at a shady inn. Or, or if you just want to shoot the shit and talk, I'm more than happy to do that as well. Indeed. And until next time, dear show, we shall catch you later. Toodles.